Thank you for listening to the program today. I want to read out of the prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament. This would be in chapter 25. He says, uh, referring to the Lord God, will swallow up death in victory and will wipe away tears from all faces and the rebuke of his people he'll take away from off the earth. The Lord has spoken it. And it shall be said in that day, look, this is our God. We have waited for him. He will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. And the prophet is referring to the kingdom that will be brought to his people on this earth that is yet to happen. The very kingdom on this earth that the apostles, the disciples were always asking him about, that they expected him to establish, and he will. He said he would. And that's the promise of the Messiah. He is the promise, is a person. And then what he will do, of course, is what they were focusing on. But one of the things, and the major thing, because that's what he accomplished, is the promise of the Spirit given to man as a new spirit. That promise given by or brought about by the Messiah when he comes. When Messiah comes, the Spirit of God will be put into you and you'll be able to keep his commandments. That was how they would see if they knew anything about it, and they should be and would be as Jewish people uh, taught uh, to believe that. But Isaiah, anyway, this 700 years before Christ, and he's talking to them in that way, though, and they all did, looking for that day, that promise, and we still do. And like Hebrews says, even those that didn't live to see the promise of the Spirit, which we have, that's being born again. That's the promise of the Spirit. The promise of Messiah ruling the earth is yet to happen. And they're talking about both of them because it was before either one. But like the Lord said, these days now that we're living had to be in order to complete, like Paul says, to complete them. And... uh, so anyway, Isaiah is talking about that here. He will swallow up death and victory, uh, wipe away all tears. He is our God. This is our salvation. In that, in that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Uh, God has appointed walls of salvation and opened the gates so that those that are righteous may enter in. And thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. That's the verse I want to look at, because I think um, I'm not one to remember and memorize verses. I do in my own way remember, but not chapter, verse, and word by word, but Not that I shouldn't, that's not the point, but I think we most of us probably know this verse. I've heard it uh, in my life, even before I was saved. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Well, it means 
pretty, you know, what it says. And I wanted to try to look at that. But to look at it in the way of what it's about here in the context of it is that they were believing in the promise. You go back to Adam and Eve. um, And sometimes I guess there again, what have, I don't know what all of us know or don't know. I know I don't know much, but the promise of the Spirit uh, is brought about because the promise of the seed of the woman. You, People acquainted with, that, acquainted with that is that the Lord promised Eve here in chapter 4. I'm in Genesis. Adam knew Eve, his wife, she conceived, bare Cain, first son, and said, first baby. I don't know what they knew or not, but that'd be a profound event and thing. And God had said what I should have read there, what he said in, to her at, at after he asked them all, what's happened here? How could this happen? They all gave their answer, and the woman you made, the serpent you made. And so the Lord said to the serpent, he cursed him, and then he said to the 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 woman, I'll put enmity, enmity uh, between thee and the woman, between thy seed, talking to the Satan, to the serpent, and between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, thou shalt bruise his heel. And this is obviously about Christ, and throughout time from this point on, that's what was understood and believed. And that's what I'm saying. That's why they say here in chapter 4, just months, you know, whatever later, she conceived and bare a child and said, I have gotten a man from Jehovah, even the Lord himself, this is how they trans. See, so you would expect, yeah, her seed. He'll grow up, the image of Adam, do what Adam couldn't do in the Abe, and that was sin. So I think with their intellect and uh, however you want to look at that, they understood that it would be the Lord himself as it were. The, who else is going to do it? He had made them perfectly, but they were creatures with their own will and heart. And that truly is existence as a God is to be your own awareness and have truly the choice. But anyway, she says, I've gotten a man, even the Lord himself. But that wasn't true. So there's Abel. Then they said, no, it's Seth and this and that. And they thought it would be him. And that promise was always looked for. And so (laughs) generation after generation looked for that. And so Isaiah is talking about when that day comes. And he says, it will come to pass in that day, the Lord will bring down the high ones on high and the kings of the earth upon the earth. The moon will be ashamed and confounded. The sun will be ashamed, the moon confounded. And the Lord of hosts will rule from Mount Zion in Jerusalem. And that's the day that he's saying that will come and then the people will be raised up. This was written by Isaiah before the captivities and where they were completely, as it were, destroyed and ruined and thrown out of the city and everything. But they all look for this promise is what I'm trying to say. That's what they, and we still today look for it, not in the way so much of ruling the earth, in the way of the kingdom, but it, the king, like Peter said, the everlasting kingdom itself, the kingdom of heaven the kingdom, the property, the place, the power, the glory of God. That's the kingdom. Kingdom, it's just a word. It's of the king, of the king. Uh, 
and anything that is of him that he can make go away, this or that, that's what this earth here, this life here is about. It doesn't go away because it's in the heart of a person, lost or not or what. It still survives in that way, but it all returns to the dust. And so the spirit, though, is not that. It's a, a different thing that that's what the that's why he looks at the heart the spirit but a believer has a new spirit that was the promise of the spirit and they knew about that uh I, all these people jeremiah ezekiel made it clear just a couple hundred years or less than that later after isaiah and the fact that I will put my spirit in you, says the Lord. I will give you a new heart and remove the old. And the idea of having the old nature and all that, we're all, it, it, it's, it's easy enough to be aware of that. But that's kind of the idea here is, yeah, they were down for the count. And even in captivity, that's one of my, one of the songs written about that. Even then they were, they were still trusting in the promise by God to them that Messiah would come, the Son of God, the Lamb of God, and save them. Emmanuel would come and save them from their sins. And in that way, that's how I see this verse here for them and us today, because we're going to that kingdom when we reach our end on this earth. And that's becoming more and more clear to me. It's kind of like folks in binoculars. Uh, you know, they get it, and then it's out, and, you, and all of a sudden, oh, I didn't know you could see it. Then you you begin to focus a little better. And, and so I'm beginning to realize more so how it means to be stayed on him, focused on him in his promises of entering into heaven, into him, whether he's on the earth ruling or in heaven ruling or in the new heaven and earth. See what it's at his table. It's him. It's in him. Living stones built up into a temple. We're in him. We're part of him. We're his body. And that place, his body is his kingdom, as it were, you see. So wherever it happens, it doesn't matter. As It, it does, but, but it doesn't. That's where the great white throne is still my favorite uh, picture in my mind is it's the like John said, there was nothing anywhere <laughs> except God and Christ and all the creatures lost and saved. Great or small, angels or human, whatever. And they were all judged and divided, separated. That's always the meaning of judgment, is to separate. So anyway, Isaiah is looking at this time, and he talks of it as in triumph and everything. And that's true. But they would look and say, yeah, but we're not going there and it's prophesied and you're saying and then jeremiah and them a hundred year 200 years later you know then yeah we're going to go into captivity and but no these things are still true even though jacob's trouble that three and a half years of like the lord said no time before or since like that called the great tribulation but it's jacob's trouble as it and three and a half years and he's saying no time like that. And even that was still to come. Even now, it's still to come. So they knew that. But still, that's the promise that still is in effect. Although the promise of the Spirit has been given, you must be born again. That is possible. And the people waiting in paradise, that's exactly what happened. And that's what happens now at the same time. But the kingdom in and of itself on this earth obviously has not happened. In heaven, it's happening. <laughs> 
And after that, it's happening. And on this earth, it'll be happening. The earth is caught up and put under the kingdom of heaven for its last day. Not in order to perfect it, but to show that even at the end, look what happens. Satan is loose. That's all it has to be is he's around. And they rise up by the millions to overthrow the Lord himself in that city. And you say, well, how could that be? That'd be impossible. They had no... You have to place it in your mind and make it real in the fact that you could hear a kid talking about, you know, he's, I've been alive for 400 years now, and yeah, I've heard about all that a thousand, fifteen hundred years ago and all that, and who he is and everything, but I'm tired of it. I, I, you can't do this, can't do that. It doesn't mean they won't think that. It's just the ruling of the, with the rod of iron, you won't, it's just the way it is. And so somehow it, the Lord maybe pulls back just, I don't know what happened. He let Satan loose. Like the preacher said, somebody said, well, why do you ever let Satan loose? And he said, well, you tell me why he let him loose in the garden, and I'll tell you why he let him loose after a thousand years. And that's sort of true. <clears throat> but the thing is, we have to trust in the Lord always until we are there before him, and then we will be purified and become part of the king, part of his body, part of his kingdom, our place at the table, as it were. See, And that's why they're all saying, Paul and them are just beside themselves, like they said, Paul, you're beside yourself with this. But they were saying it's the life opportunity of our lives as believers so in the promise of that we have to live it and be he said uh, rejoice exceedingly when you're persecuted because in the kingdom you'll be filled you'll be full it'll be made right in the kingdom of heaven in heaven or in the kingdom of heaven on the earth and all those things apply i understand that but but the true issue is the kingdom the itself the king himself where you are in him even if it were only you and him where are you with him because he teaches so clearly through his own words and the words of the apostles is that to whom much is given much required what i give you and only he knows what he gives you in the way of being him, believing in him, knowing him. That's my understanding of it. And the lost people, too, but that's a different study as far as the creature. But still, with the believer, who he, what he gives us in the way of, well, knowledge, I guess, but it's more than knowledge, it's understanding in the way then we're accountable for that. That's why James says, really, don't want to be a teacher, not unless God calls you. Don't want to be on your own because don't you know? He says you'll receive harsher judgment because you're given more in the way of just write out a preacher, well, worth his weight in salt, is going to read and reread and read again different parts of Scripture, if not most all of it, uh, to some, you know, a lot of it. Anyway, um, trying to look at the, okay, I'm not going to mention the time, <clears throat> but. But this this time here will come when the Lord rules the earth, and that's true. But it's to show, even with him ruling the world, like, it, it's not the answer, as it were. Not mankind, no. The answer is when their spirit is changed. When your spirit, when you are born again, that is the answer. And that's what remains after this earth is ruled. The second resurrection, in my opinion and belief, is 
that all are raised so that he can overcome death, the victory, the final enemy is death, and he overcomes them by raising even the lost, as it were, are raised. All then the graves will hear my voice come forth. Some do eternal life, some are, are um, resurrection of righteousness, some, and, and others to eternal uh, or condemnation. But but the idea is, and there again, for what it's worth, I have yet to hear a preacher that doesn't agree with that. Anything else, pretty much you can get disagreement. But the idea that all will be raised, I guess there'd be somebody wouldn't, but that's still, in, in as far as I know, that's pretty much believed. And, and it is true. But they're still lost they don't have eternal life because eternal life is not living forever, even where you live forever. They're going to live in a certain... That's that's better to say, well, it's really where you're going to live with God forever is eternal life. Well, I understand that. I used to would say that. But the more I think about it and look at it as the years go by, it's pretty clear that it says, John says, and the fact is, it's divine life. Eternal life is I am uh, existing. It means I am Jehovah, uh, I uh, the the eternal one. It's translated that way in the Old Testament. The eternal one, eternity, both uh, both directions, and it's not even time. It's time. Time is not eternity. I, I mean, eternity is a long time, especially when it gets towards the end. That's about how much time has to do with it. Eternity is happening now always has been, always will be, because it's eternity past and eternity future. See, that we're, we're so much time-oriented because we're in creation. God is outside of all that, and it literally is impossible. Apart from him coming into a person, it's impossible to even know truly anything about God. I believe that. That is truly salvation. That is eternal life when he lives in you. He said, when I live in you, you will live. That is true eternal life. It's not time. It's not anything to do with time. It's who you are, what spirit you have is truly what salvation is. That's why salvation is a person. And so he knows what he gives you. He knows who he makes you. And that's only one that does. And we're going to stand before him to be purified. But wherever we come out, a little bit or more or 30 or 60 or what, we're going to have our place in him. And, and I do believe, honestly, even though God is all-knowing and he knows, still we have to make that choice. And it's up to the choices we make as believers whether or not we choose him or ourselves. And this whole idea of the promise he made to them is this verse i believe is in that context of that yeah but he will keep you in perfect peace my peace i give unto you even though it's you're not going to live to see the kingdom here but you're going to die and be in your place in the kingdom for real it's not just on this earth that's how they looked at it but that's not the big picture at all but you will keep him in perfect peace even though from that view isaiah is saying and they believed that. They would live and die with the promise on their lips, a true believer. And we would today. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come thy, on this earth. Thy will be done as it is in heaven. Rule the world and, and show. And, and we look for that day to come when the Lord... He said, I will come back. He, it's not that he... 
it's not that he's not going to do it or he defaulted or anything of the kind. It was that they couldn't understand why he couldn't do it the way he did. And it's as simple as this. He was saying, if I don't make the way to live in you, you'll never have eternal life, Peter. All we'll do is rule the world from now on is what you want. And you don't want to die. You just want to keep living. And in Adam and Eve, you'd say, well, the Lord knew what would happen. Yeah, that's he knew what he wants is what the end result is. Those that are his have his spirit put into them and they are truly him. That's what judgment will be is purifying us down. Like Peter said, like gold is purified. So our trusting in him and his kingdom, him, he's the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is a person. And you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on that and trust in that. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord Jehovah is everlasting, eternal strength. But He brings down the high, the lofty, and will tread it down. That's what Isaiah is saying over here. Um, in, he will bring down... Oh, right, uh, uh, punish the high, bring down the host of the high ones on high and the kings of the earth upon the earth. And that's what will happen. He, he will bring in his kingdom and rule the world for a thousand years. That, that is coming. And that will be, uh, be undescribable that day. That, 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 but that's not the kingdom. It's in existence now and always has been because it's a person. It's him, the Father and Son, and the Holy Spirit, which lives in us, and we become part of it, the Trinity. So we believe in this promise, whether it happens tomorrow and we live to see it, which, well, it couldn't happen tomorrow, as it were, but I know there's all kinds of different... I'm talking about the kingdom that he comes and rules the world when it he his feet touch the Mount of Olives, and it splits in two, and he's here to take this world and rule it. That day will come, and that will be, everybody will be on their feet, I'm sure, <laughs> in heaven and uh, on the earth, the ones that are waiting or whatever. I don't know. I just know this is really a powerful thing here that Isaiah is saying. He will keep us in perfect peace if we stay our mind on him and trust in him. He is our strength. He will make things right when we enter his kingdom, however you want to look at it. And that's what we should focus on. And I see the time is finished here. <clears throat> and uh, I'm trying to slow down, actually. And I want to look at the words perfect peace. That means shalom. That is the word, shalom. Everybody, well, I've heard that. Yeah, it means all is well. That's what the kingdom all is well. Mind is is a, 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 a well the word we wouldn't recognize in Hebrew and English, but it means. And see, I wanted to look at that and stayed and trusteth those words. And then, like Solomon said, um, our King David said to Solomon, uh, similar to this, he said, "Know God and serve Him." This is in First Chronicles twenty-eight. Um, know God and serve him with a perfect heart and a willing mind because the Lord searches hearts and understands all imaginations of thoughts. 
and see, that's like Hebrews. He knows the intents and thoughts of the heart. He understands and sees these things. We're open unto him with whom we have to to deal. See, all these things. Uh, and so, if, 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 if the Lord's willing, I guess, you know, that I see the next week or so, I'll try to continue this idea here of that he will keep us all is well he he'll keep if our mind is stayed on him and thank you for listening uh, to the program today